Good morning and happy St. Patrick's Day. Today is March the 17th, 2020, and uh, I just wanted to come on and talk to you a little bit. Uh, this morning I was reading in my uh, devotions, Amos, the ninth chapter, and I want to read this verse to you that just jumped out at me. That's why I want to come on here and talk to you. Just give you what the Lord gave me this morning. In Amos 9 and in verse 11, it says, In that day will I raise up the tabernacle of David that is fallen, and close up the breaches thereof, and I will raise up his ruins, and I will build it as in the days of old. That's Amos 9:11 in the King James Version. And as I was reading this, it just jumped out to me that God is the God of restoration. If you look at this scripture, it notice it says the that it was in ruins because he says, and I will raise up his ruins and I will build it as in the days of old. This means that it was totally ruined, the, the tabernacle. It was in ruins. But Jesus is saying, I will build it again. I will restore it. I will make it just like it was when it was built brand new. So God is the God of restoration. You know, sometimes people take a, an old desk and maybe it was their grandfather's desk and they want to keep it, but it's all beat up and scratched and maybe the legs broke off of it and and they'll take it and they restore it and they they paint it or stain it and they make it restore it back to just like it was and it looks brand new again well god is like that he's restoring us back to our original purpose his original plan he makes all things new when we're born again we become a new creature in christ jesus and he's he has a plan And he's working that plan. He has a plan for each one of us. Even before we were born, he had a plan for us. When we were in our mother's womb, our life was in his hands. And there's no one like God. He is awesome. And I really love him. He's my Lord and Savior. But when we were being formed in the womb, it was not visible to the eye. But every day he was working on us. And he was... When we And we were being formed. He was forming our tiny hearts, our, our little lungs, our brains, our feet, our hands, our eyes, our fingers and toes. And no one could see us. We were hidden away in our mother's womb in that dark place. But God saw us. He could see us. And he was working on us. And he was, he was making us and forming us. And he saw us and knew us. And he loved us. Praise God. He gave us our mind, our heartbeat, our, our breath. And you know what? And he's still working on us. He's still working on me and you. He knew us then and he knows us now. And yet in spite of all of our sin, failures, and mistakes, he still loves us. He loved us then and he loves us now. Thank you, Lord, for your sweet, beautiful, and unending love. His mercy and his love is unending. Praise God. You always love me and you always will. Long before I knew him, he knew me. He formed me in the darkness of my mother's womb, as I said. He breathed into me the the breath of his love. On the day that I was born, he caused my heart to beat with the heartbeat of his love. He smiled on me and he gave me this, his purpose and his plan. You know, he has a purpose and a plan for every one of us. He loved me then and he loves me now. And you know what? The Lord is all I want. He's all I desire. And with my whole heart, I want to worship Him and live for Him. You know, there's this longing in every one of our hearts, and it can only be filled with the love of Jesus. Only His His love will satisfy the longing in our heart. He's all we need forever. He loves us, and forever and ever He loves us. He will never stop loving you. He loves us so much. You know, so many times we fail Him, 
but he's always there to pick us up and soothe us and the suffering in our souls and wipe away our tears and heal us and he makes us whole. We can never repay what the price he paid for us, but all we can do is give our hearts and our lives to him and serve him. All I can do is lift my hands and worship him. That's what he wants. You know, he has a purpose and a plan for our life. Uh, I'm thinking about our world today. There's uh, troublesome times are here. We uh, look around and, you know, churches are closing, uh, stores, uh, people are being encouraged to stay in and, and so there's social isolation um, and there's fear. Some people are fearing this virus, this attack. Uh, they're scared. They're, if some are even panicking and, you know, stocking up and hoarding things and uh, they're scared, they're, they're lashing out and fighting over toilet paper. We've all heard that on the news. Uh, you know, this is sad that people are letting the fear grip their hearts. But um, God God is still in control. He still has a plan for this world. And it is coming together. He is working on this plan. We don't see it. It looks ca- like chaos right now. And I'm thinking about, um, I had an aunt that she loved to work puzzles. And she always had a puzzle spread out on her table. And she would be working on the puzzle. And I'm not talking about a little puzzle. I'm talking about these thousand-piece puzzles. And, uh, you know, it looked chaotic. There was puzzles of pieces all over the table scattered. But she had that box top propped up. And there was a picture. That was the finished product. That's what that finished puzzle was supposed to look like, was that beautiful picture on there. And, you know, eventually she worked that puzzle. And then it did. It looked just like that picture. Well, that's the way our world looks today. It's like that puzzle. And it looks like chaos, but God's putting each piece in its place. And eventually, His perfect plan is going to be um, done, and it's going to be a beautiful world. It, it, you know, someday, it's going to be a beautiful world. We're going to come back here, and we're going to rule and reign a thousand years with Him, and it's going to be beautiful again, just like it was when in the Garden of Eden. I, that's what the Bible tells us. Uh, in our own lives... Our lives, our own lives can look like chaos. You know, maybe you're addicted to alcohol or drugs or, or pornography or um, you're committing adultery. You know it's wrong, but you just seem like you can't stop it. You can't help yourselves. You're, there's a longing in there and you want to, you're trying to satisfy your longing, the longing in your soul. It's your soul that's hungry. And what it is, it will never be satisfied without that that final puzzle piece, which is Jesus Christ. Um, there's pieces scattered out in your life, and you're trying to make it work, and you're trying to fit it together, but it's just not working. You don't know where that... Well, let me say it like this. You may have a puzzle that you're working, and you like that one piece, and you can't find that one piece. Maybe that's you. Seem like you've got the good job, you've got the beautiful home, you got the fancy car you got the fancy clothes everything looks good on the outside but you're not happy inside maybe you're secretly drinking uh, to get by or get through the day maybe you're carrying something in that thermos and you're drinking it just to get by get through the day nobody knows it but you you're not happy your head hits the pillow at night and you're not satisfied you know I've got everything why am I not happy it's because you're you're missing that 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 one piece to that puzzle, which is Jesus Christ. 
you know, I can remember as a kid working puzzles and we'd be looking for that one piece that was lost and uh, we couldn't find it. We'd look everywhere. Well, maybe that's you. That well, There's one piece. It's just something just ain't right. You know it in your heart. It's just something there that's not satisfying you. You've got it all. You've got, the, like I said, the, the job, the car, the, the beautiful wife, the beautiful kids, but yet you're not happy. Well, Jesus is that missing piece that you're looking for. You know, when we found that piece, we put it in that there in that puzzle, and it completed that puzzle. Until we found that piece, we could we were we weren't having happy. Maybe we looked for days for that puzzle piece. We looked under the table in the chair. Finally, we lifted up the box, and there it was under the box. Maybe we put it in, and we all smiled. There, there it is. Now it's complete, and we we didn't have to work on it anymore. You know, the puzzle was complete. That's you. You're looking for that missing piece. Well, I'm going to tell you that missing piece that you're looking for is Jesus. Until he's in the center of your life, you can never be happy. Your your soul is looking, searching and longing for Jesus. That's what it is. I want to tell you that today. He is that missing puzzle piece. So will everything be perfect? Um, no, we live in a fallen world, but you will be happy. You can still, you will have the joy of the Lord, but that you, but you will be happy. And whatever comes or whatever goes, you'll still be happy because Jesus is your joy. He is the strength of your life. He's that missing piece. I want to encourage you today that if you don't know Jesus Christ, if you've not accepted him as your Savior, let him come into your life. He wants to make you, he wants to give you abundant life. He is life, and He will give you abundant life. Not only life, but He will give you abundant life. He's calling you to come. He's saying, come and follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. You will be happy. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Um, I want to read you this in closing. I'm going to close. There's so much more I can say, but I, you know, I, don't, I want to make this short. Heaven's peace and perfect justice kissed a guilty world in love. That's from an old Welsh hymn from the Welsh Revival. It's from a song, Love Vast as the Ocean. And it says, Heaven's peace and perfect justice kissed a guilty world in love. That's what Jesus did. He is heaven's peace and he is perfect justice. And he kissed this guilty world with love when he died on Calvary. He shed his blood for you and me. If you don't know him, accept him today as your Savior. And experience joy, unspeakable and full of glory. Joy like you've never known. We'll still be living in a fallen world. And you'll still have to overcome the flesh. And you'll still have to to overcome the soul, soulish man. And let me explain. We're a spirit. We have a soul. And we live in a body. The flesh is deteriorating every day. We're going back to dust. Look in the mirror. You can see the wrinkles, the sags, the bags, the the yellow teeth, the gray in hair. That's the flesh. It's decaying, but your spirit will live forever. Your spirit will never die. Your spirit is, um, when you get saved, that's what Jesus renews your spirit. He puts his spirit in you, and you become a new creature, a new man, a new woman in Jesus Christ. You have a soul that's your mind, will, and emotions. Now, your mind is still going to wonder. Your mind's still going to, uh, you know, think about things maybe that it shouldn't. 
that's where you got to reel it back in and get in the Word. Um, I would like to teach more on that, but I, I don't really want to go into that today. But if you look in the Bible, and here I go again, it talks about the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, divides the spirit and the soul. And a lot of people don't know that they think the soul is the same as the spirit. No, those are two separate things. That's why the word says the sword divides asunder the spirit and the soul. So I need to teach on this because uh, I didn't know this for a long time, but we are three different entities. We're, We're a fleshly body and inside we have a spirit and a soul. So we're spirit, soul, and body. The only thing that doesn't change is the spirit man. That's the part that gets saved, that's born again, that's renewed. But we have to renew our soul. We have to take a bath to cleanse the flesh. We have to brush our teeth. We have to comb our hair. We have to work out. We have to eat right to keep this fleshly temple, you know, as as good as we can. It's still going to deteriorate. We're really fighting a losing battle, but we still appreciate it. The, the ones around us when we brush our teeth and comb our hair and take a bath and all that. But uh, but in the end, this body's going to go back. It's going to die. This flesh is going to die. It's going to go back to the earth where it came from. But that spirit man and that soul is going to live on forever throughout eternity. The soul and the spirit's going to live on. So that's why we have to be born again. Because this soul, this spirit's going to live throughout eternity, either in heaven or in hell. Give it to God. Come to Jesus Christ and kneel before him. Humble your heart and say, Lord, I've tried it all. I'm not happy. I can't do this. I need a savior. And that's why he died is to renew your spirit so that you can live eternally with him. And and in this life, you can have heaven on earth. That's what I'm trying to say, really. Uh, yeah, we're going to live with him throughout eternity. But in this life, you can have joy, and you can be an overcomer. You're going to have trials. Yeah, it's not going to be easy, but you have Jesus, and you can still have the joy of the Lord in the middle of all that's going on around us. We can still walk in joy, still have His peace, still have His love, still know we're forgiven, still know that when this fleshly man dies, we're going to live forever with Him. That will bring you joy. So if you don't know Him today, just just invite Him into your heart. Say, Lord, I've tried it all. Nothing can satisfy me, but I know that you can. You're what I'm longing for. You're what I need. You're what I desire. Come into my heart and make me brand new. And he will. I promise you, he will. He's knocking at your door. That's That's why you have that longing. And you think, somebody's knocking. There's something. Somebody's there. What is it? Open the door, and you'll see him standing there. And he'll come in, and he'll have fellowship with you, and you'll have fellowship with him. Praise God. He's a good God. I love him. And I pray that you will invite him into your heart and make him Lord and Savior. You can't be your Lord and Savior. If you're on the throne, you're not going to be happy. You're only going to be happy. The puzzle's only going to be complete when you put Jesus Christ in the center of everything. In the center of your marriage in the center of your workplace, your work, in the center of uh, your family life, in the center of your heart. He will come in and he will make you brand new. All right. Until next time, don't let fear in. Let Jesus rule in your heart. And things are going to, this is going to 
This is going to be better. I believe it is. Don't let fear rule in your heart. Just give it to Jesus. Trust in Him. And He makes all things new. God bless you today.